welcome to the Quarter to Three Movie Podcast for Spider-Man Far From Home. My name is Tom Chick, and I am here with Christian Molinsky. You can call me Knocked Tingle. And with with our Spider-Man Far From Home tagline, Kelly Wand. Finally a movie with Spider-Man in it. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly Wand, it's an easy opener. What else do you got for us for taglines? Finally, Spider-Man has an opponent whose superpower is CG. (laughs) There's a theme. Keep going. Run with it, Kelly Wand. I like where this is going. Finally, Spider-Man tells a love interest he's interested in loving her. (laughs) This could go on for quite a while in this vein. Are there more taglines? Finally, Batman's parents get shot. Uh, (laughs) Why did you say that name? Uh, Remember? (laughs) Superheroes. Yeah. Well, these. Dingus, don't spoil Spider-Man Far From Home for anyone. Give them That's the basics. Yeah, give them the basics of this movie. Maybe they haven't seen it. Let's just remind them the fundamentals. It's an Yeah, take it away, Dingus. All right, oh. this week we saw Spider-Man colon Far From Home, a 2019 American action-adventure sci-fi superhero 23rd in the Marvel Cinematic Universe sequel movie about how uneasy lies the head that wears the crown. It it was directed by John Watts and written by Chris McKenna. It stars Tom Holland, Samuel L. Jackson, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Marissa Tomei. I'm not sure if we've seen her or anything. Uh, John Favreau and Zendaya. Spider-Man Far From Home is rated PG-13. For sci-fi action violence. <laughs> Stupid. But, uh, a social institution. I'm sorry, please continue. Some Movie language. ratings are awesome and important. Some language and See? brief suggestive comments. Kelly I... Wand, is there anything else that parents should know about Spider-Man Far From Home if they're considering bringing their children to see it? Uh, according to my ratings notebook, I wrote some Sony logos and young adult CG-wations. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man Far From Home opened at number one with $93 million. Congratulations, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, it got it got its A on CinemaScore, of course. That's what, uh, yeah. you're, it's what all movies should get, pretty much. That's how they work when they do well. Uh, on Metacritic, the average rating from various reviews is, Kelly Wand, you'll like this, 69. Huh. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, the, per- the percentage yeah. of reviews. Yeah, well, it's but on Rotten, like Tomatoes, 69. on Rotten Tomatoes, the percentage of reviews that are positive, however, is 91. So how's what? that, Kelly Wand? Um, wait. So the normal people? Never mind. You've explained it enough. <laughs> it means that a lot of people I'll liked never it. Understand? It, it means that a, most of the critics liked it. They just didn't like it uh, wildly. They mildly. A lot of people mildly liked it. That's what I. That's how I would characterize They're it. They're in the friend zone with it. Yeah. So Kelly Wand, I uh, would like. I didn't. I saw it a week or so ago. It actually felt like a week. Several days ago. Uh, <laughs> why don't you remind me some of the things that happened in it? By, Are you reviewing the week or the by, movie? There? By doing a Wait. synopsis for <laughs> Spider-Man: Far From Home. What would you call uh, such a thing, Kelly Wand? The spider Manabel Far From Coming Homecoming Yellow Dog Opsis Eider Ma-Ums Great Responsibilitiesis. I like, you, I like that you got wow. the Annabelle movie in there. Okay. <laughs> and Yellow Dog. There's a lot of home movies. Oh, I could have done Macaulay. Fuck. 
This thing... We'll, well fix it in post. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I tell you about the guy when I said that at the last bookstore, and then two minutes passed, and they went, oh, fix it in post. <laughs> okay. What? All right, Spider so... Uh, Opsis? Yeah, take it away. Looking, for, looking forward to hearing this. And I, I, I will always love you. While I keep doing that, there's a montage of headshots. Downey, ScarJo, Chris Evans, Vision, Theon, Affleck's Batman, Andrew Garfield, <laughs> Apollo Creed, Killmonger Apollo Creed, Mr. Glass, Hitler, Simon Kinberg, Mothra, Jesus, Whitney Houston, <laughs> Alden Ehrenreich, Lena Headey's character from Dread, I hear Tom Sniffle, uh, <laughs> Gollum, Dick Tracy, Dustin Hoffman's hook as the alligator falls on him, a split screen of all 12 members of all the Fantastic Fours movies. <laughs> Forrest Gump, Michael Myers. Deborah Winger from Terms of Endearment. Mola Ram from Temple of Dooms. He skims down the cliff. The guy in the gray who got his foot stuck under a rock in the river. While Liam Neeson pulled uselessly on him. Tom and Dingus cheered. The Omen's governess, hang yourself. Jaws the shark getting blown up. Jaws 2 getting electrocuted. Jaws 3D blowing up again. Jaws the Revenge killed by Ellen Brody's boat. So many misaims. The moon getting the rocket stuck in its eye from that French silent movie. Joffrey, Snoke, the Rancor, the guy Videodrome James Wood shot on stage with a tumor gun hand. Citizen Kane, Barbara Bach getting dropped in mud in Caveman, the subway guy in Volcano when he melts, uh, the head exploding at the end of the Fury, Maximilian in Hell at the end of the Black Hole, Porkins, and Gosling's face as Moonlight wins Best Picture. <laughs> But you have to hear the Whitney Houston song playing. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon sitting at a table is all. <laughs> we will always remember all the actors who didn't want to be in this. But also, major plot point, half of everybody on Earth is now five years older than the other half, including Sanjaya's character. So now Peter has to contend with college-age rivals for her. J.K., Thanos killed not a single member of our returning cast. Just <laughs> The cider the fat Asian guy fed is all, yeah, now my grandma's my niece. Uh, yeah, fed, it's called genealogy. Beside me, Elizabeth Banks is all, classic Betty Brant. <laughs> <laughs> and in sports news, due to a space battle on a distant planet we have no footage of, the majorettes who just came back to life five years later in the middle of this donkey basketball game, <laughs> which the donkeys later went on to win, 115 to 8. <laughs> Those majorettes will face off next week against the football team that Bane created a pit under in Dark Knight Rises at the <laughs> Gotham Super Bowl for still unspecified reasons. <laughs> majorettes versus football team. Yeah! No severely underage nerds. Oh. Betsy DeVos... <laughs> okay. Betsy DeVos watches all this on a TV screen of the school hallway. Yes, I think we should teach all the classes like this by broadcasting our random students' YouTube channels during school hours. This is really good. And have the fat Asian Ned kid teach genealogy. Later, at a mandatory school assembly, ladies and gentlemen, arbitrarily, the biggest nerd in school's aunt. 
<laughs> and her tatas. Yeah, Tome. Or Oscars and Hitchcock. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't actually have anything to say. She walks backstage with Spider-Man's pacing and farting anxiously. <laughs> Being adhesive-themed was harder to recast than they thought. Okay, then I pee my pants. Okay, Peter, I warmed him up for you, especially Kelly. Ah, you sure seem really broken up over Tony dying yesterday. Ah, <laughs> Really sad in this. Just like me. Ah, Man, we're sad. Ah, Tony. Oh, oh, fuck, my suit's on backwards. How am I going to tell Sanjay I want to have sex with her? John Favreau walks up. Hey, Peter, Nick Fury says, do you want anything from Sullivan? Also, uh, <laughs> some giant water CG just threatened to annoy a couple tourist extras in Venice. Says it'd be great if you could come down, scare it by sticking to stuff. <laughs> You tell Nick Fury Spider-Man's about to address a high school assembly in order to make Sanjaya horny. Also, Sanjaya. two corn dogs and an energy drink that's not Red Bull. Now watch and learn, fat boy. Showtime. <laughs> Spidey walks out on stage. The audience is silent. Uh, I'll take some questions now. My high school peers. Yes. Asian Flash. Yeah, I want to fuck Sanjaya too. Also, um... <laughs> Yeah. I know who's who in the youth world. I know you. Also, uh, my name's still Flash Thompson, uh, but I'm Asian in this, like uh, all your male friends, or comic foils, baby steps. Not all Asians in the uh, Marvel printed universe. All Tilda Swinton's all. Don't need him! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thank you, Flash. That wasn't technically a question. Uh, yes, Dingus? I just watched part of episode five of Ozark! <laughs> okay, thank you, Dingus. Also not a question. Uh, yes, the first man in the first row. Yeah, do people honestly feel Moonlight was better than Gangsta Squad? <laughs> What color is that costume that you are wearing, except for the blue color? Um, Spider-Man pees himself, farts spiders, and runs off stage. <laughs> Everybody's all, yep, it's definitely Peter Parker, yeah, totally. But Sanjaya's face is all it's intriguing. Gilfoyle from Silicon Valley walks on stage. <laughs> I'm a teacher in these still, by the way. <laughs> Ten of you in my remedial math class have to go on a trip to Europe with me tomorrow. That night at home, Peter, think fast! A brick hits him in the head. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> oh, sorry. Shit, doesn't your Peter Tingle get hard when an Italian woman throws a brick at you? Wait, uh... Spider-Man's Italian? Suddenly, Mr. Glass walks up and shoots Aunt May. I need you to kill some water CG and fence. Sorry, Mr. Glass, but if I want Sanjaya to have sex with me, I can't afford for her to see me doing anything heroic. It's what <laughs> Miss Stark would have wanted. How long till Aunt May wakes up? She'll probably want me to pack my Spidey jammies so I get shot in customs. Mr. Glass is all, uh, she ain't waking up. 
Beside me, Stanley's ghost is all classic, Mister Glass. <laughs> <laughs> Later on an airplane. Ah, oh, Sanjay's that's not sitting beside me. Oh, damn it! Why didn't I remember how plane ticket reservations worked? Hey, bet. Check out my spider brains. Oh, uh, Mr. Gilfoyle, I think I'm allergic to CG. I guess I have to sit next to the hot girl. A CG allergy? Ed, you sit next to Reese Witherspoon. I'll sit with Peter and describe my failed marriage. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Later in the restroom. Whew. Boy, that was a humdinger. Oh, Sanjaya, standing outside listening. Oh, this scene's so classic right after Endgame. Hang on. He flirts with her by shutting himself back in the restroom to make her wait <laughs> while he's in the restroom. Another half hour. I listen to him brush his hair. He go, okay, Sanjaya. But when he emerges, Flash Thompson! <laughs> I guess Sanjaya went in her pants and left. Is the implication here? <laughs> Reese and Fed walk up kissing. Fed's all. Turns out she's a Buddhist. We were supposed to be virgin bachelors, Fed. Oh, you people sicken me. Some words are all Venice, California. Do you have anything to declare? <laughs> ah, Spider-Man pajamas. Yes, those are quite common. But what is this banana? What kind of Spider-Man movie you think this is? Banana and suitcase movie? Gods beat him. <laughs> Accents. One advantage. Later. Ah, uh, welcome to the Hotel Venice. Look, everybody, the hotel lobby's got water in it. Uh, <laughs> Sony. 180 million. Can't wait to see where this goes, this water in the lobby. Beside me, Neil Simon yawns. Damn that Nick Fury, Mr. Glass. He spilled water in this lobby on purpose. You make me want to kill his stupid water CG. Okay, Fed, here's my plan. I'm going to go buy a random Christmas tree ornament from a shop. Make Sanjaya wear it all the time. Fucker. That's all. Who? Reese is all. Oh, Reese is listening to all that. And then she's all. Oh, man. Suddenly, some water CG walks up nearby and starts annoying people. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, hang on. Uh. Peter tricks the water CG by running across a bunch of poles in some water. Plain view, while everybody from school watches. Suddenly, an astronaut wearing a space helmet, hence with green smoke in it, flies into view and shoots green lasers at the water CG. Until it flickers out. Off screen. An extra all. Look, guys, an astronaut who killed water with lasers <laughs> and can't see anything because his space helmet's full of green gas. <laughs> nice! <laughs> so since he's an astronaut who killed water with lasers and can't see anything... Because his space helmet's full of green gas. Let's call him Mysterio. <laughs> Classic naming concepts. <laughs> Mysterio pulls off his helmet, choking. It's the Prince of Persia. <laughs> that nickname would have made just as much sense, really. 
One girl in my audience who thinks he's Zach Efron's all. Woo! <laughs> Ooh, no more limes for breakfast. How can you tell if they're not ripe? Hooray for things Mysterio says. Yeah. Thanks, kids. Stay safe. Also, my Nightcrawler is not the MCU one, and the spider and enemy has no bearing on this film. Goodbye. <laughs> Some drones carry him off, dangling limply from his cape. Peter, not wearing the mask, but wearing Spider-Man's shirt and naked from the waist down, walks up. Hey, Sanjaya, you see me web that building to the ocean? I mean, Spider-Man do it. That's like I did it almost. <laughs> Gestures. Everybody looks at a tall agent's church tower falls into the ocean. <laughs> Bells all bong. Peter's <laughs> all... <laughs> crowd's all, hooray for Mysterio, exclusively. <sighs> Naked Arnold leans over to me. In the Conan the Barbarian's movie, I cut off Darth Vader's head by turning into a snake. <laughs> At the beginning, you have sex with the woman with the large bush. But you turn into a wolf, so I'm then a ball of light. So I throw her into the fire. What is happening? I'm describing what happened to Conan the Barbarian Thingus. I think you saw it based on other things you've said today. <laughs> we all heard on a podcast a few minutes ago. Excitedly. <laughs> So I was saying, she turned into the wolf and then the ball of light, so I throw into the fire. <laughs> Remember Dingus from the R-rated Conan movie that made my career? <laughs> then I look into the camera and I say, Crumb! But in the real life incident, that scene was based on she didn't turn into a wolf. I just threw into the fire because I was cold. <laughs> Because you've seen the movie. Stop playing dumb with us. You haven't seen Call the Barbarian. You live there. You have to post on your mirrored ceiling for some reason, even though it's mirrored. I'm all, yeah, Arnold. I don't consider Endgame canon. Only Infinity War and Poltergeist 3 um, and Osterman Weekend and Quest for Peace. Rest is fan fiction. He's all, crumb! Meanwhile, <laughs> in Peter's hotel room. Back to Spider-Man, Dingus. I know you've seen that. Hey, Fed, want to watch me jerk the Sanjaya? Mr. Glass, what are you doing here? Oh. Fed's all, yeah, I'll watch. Mr. Glass shoots Fed. Then while dramatic music plays, Sam Jackson's all, once. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That's what the movie thinks, too. Gilfoyle comes in. Hey, Peter, if you're traumatized from watching a spaceman shoot water today, I have nothing to say. <laughs> he leaves. Once! Sanjaya comes in. <laughs> hey, Peter, know what's weird? Bella Thorne was on Mickey Mouse Club, too, and she's a natural redhead. Like, all over. She leaves. Upon! Favreau comes in. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was just looking for Vince. Reese comes in wearing lingerie. Who wants a withered spoon? Oh, Fed's shot by that black guy. I'll wait in the lobby. 
A time! <laughs> no one comes in. That's all I know for sure. By the way, Tony wanted you to have these sunglasses. He called them Edith. <laughs> Peter snatches them away. Uh, give me. Edith, please turn on. Oh, Archie, you farted and rubbed your balls all over my shawl. <laughs> God, thanks for the sunglasses, Mr. Glass, but I'm still trying to get laid. Speaking of, how long till Fed there wakes up? I want to use his bed. Oh, uh, that motherfucker ain't waking up. I warned you not to ghost me. Peter forgets he just said no and accompanies Mr. Glass to a dark shield <laughs> computer screens in it. And shield guys and Mysterio. But shit did carry Tony's shit back to Avengers Mansion from deep space. So I was glad I called her. Most nights uh, soon it picks up. By the way, this is Spider-Man, everybody. Ah, Peter Parker. Damn it. How do you know it was me? Ah. You're not wearing your costume or pants. Uh-oh, he's turning into Foster. <laughs> Acting's hard. I never forget. Also, Aunt May told everyone on Facebook. Posts baby pictures of your Peter Tingle. None of us are sleeping well. Well, look, Mr. Glass, I may have said this in the movie a couple times already, but I don't want to fight more CG in this movie. The audience is more interested in watching me attend high school, take exams. Bitch, you've been to space! Peter doesn't remember that happening. The <laughs> next day, on a school bus, on a freeway in the Alps... Hey, Sanjaya, my iPad has a video on it somewhere of Peter webbing uh, an Italian building. Fuck you, Peter. Damn that Black Thompson, he's so flashed out. Let's kill him, Edith. What Mr. Stark would have wanted. Murdering your sexual rival now! Some wow. weapon drones fly to Germany and start shooting. I know, such a deep cut, too. <laughs> Fuck you, Stapleton. Some weapon drones fly to Germany and start shooting lasers at Flash Thompson. Damn it. Now I have to save the day for myself. Oh, is this how the president feels? Hey, everybody on the bus, shut your eyes. All the kids of the bus driver are all, oh, okay, it's cool. Peter's <laughs> Peter changes into his Spider-Man costume, then shoots webs at drones that aren't Mysterios till they explode. Then he shoots web all over Flash's iPad till after a few minutes it breaks, then returns to his seat. Okay, guys, you can open your eyes. But the bus driver doesn't hear him, so the bus crashes. Later, in France and England, which is why I say getting bitten by spiders is statistically still the best way to get irradiated. Hey, look, Mysterio killed that rampaging fire CG with lasers and flew around while Spider-Man was lecturing us. Mysterio... Stereo. Damn. <laughs> that night on someone's window ledge. <laughs> hey, Peter, it doesn't matter what all the shield extras are saying. I thought you were occasionally helpful today. That speech about radiation really touched me. I'm from another dimension, by the way. Wait, what'd the extras say? Doesn't matter. Okay, they called you the Kinberg of superheroes. <laughs> oh. By the way, the other dimension I'm from is called number 215G. So, fortunately, uh, all dimensions use the same number system. <laughs> Infinity. Here, Mr. Gyllenhaal, after a speech like that, I think Tony Stark would want you to have these Edith glasses. This movie should have been called Mysterio Wears Edith. I quit. Bye. Spider-Man walks off. Ha! What a fool! Suddenly, he turned S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters into a bar with a bunch of extras at it by talking. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank all of you for being in this scene. 
a bald guy is all. I was an extra in the first Iron Man. Uh, yeah, Alan World Building. And Janice Fimple Sonata. Keep getting my lattes. I also played Person 61 and deleted exposition scene from Shazam. It is an honor to be considered Spider-Man's seventh most well-known villain. Till the next X-Men. CG weapon drones are the sentinels of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thank you all for staring quietly at me while I said this. As the weapon drones turn off all the extras, we see Hall's really just hanging out alone in a dark closet. Edith. Prepare to eventually shoot lasers at Sanjaya. <laughs> oh, watchy Mike's liberalism. Meanwhile, in Paris and London. Good news, kids. Instead of that rave orgy you all wanted to go to, S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> bought us opera tickets. <laughs> Damn that Mr. Glass. Now I'll never get Sanjaya to sit on my... Peter! Sanjaya! Um, yeah. Uh, Peter, I picked up some trash in the parking lot, and I had it analyzed by the chemical lab in England, where we are. I happen to know. It says Jake Gyllenhaal's a traitor. He's the one whose drones attacked Flash on the school bus. Oh, I knew it. Sanjaya, I'm spider Meh. Yeah, Peter, we've all known since 1962. We just didn't care. Hey, when you were watching that fire CG attack you, was it because you like me? Favreau walks up. I want to fuck your aunt. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. The one from the Tobey Maguire ones. Sorry, I thought we were sharing. He walks off. Uh. Wait, <laughs> so the building I webbed earlier wasn't falling over? That was an illusion? Beside me, Amy Pascal's all, Shut up, fool! <laughs> Sanjaya's all, Amy's right. Go Jill Kellenhall. I mean, Mr. Glass is all, Yeah, oh, by the way, he turns into Mysterio. Suddenly a train hits Spider-Man, so the Dutch imprison him. <laughs> <laughs> but he tricks the Dutch judicial system by opening the door and leaving. <laughs> There's no one panning it. No police on site. The other inmates are all, Ha, this dead cell. Not inside joke. Get your yolk. Spider-Man kills Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the best writing there. Lying about who you really are isn't cool, Darko Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Peter... I just wanted to confuse people upon a time. Uh -huh. He dies again, I think on a bridge. Sanjaya walks up. <laughs> hey, Peter, let's have sex in the next one. Thanks, Sanjaya. <laughs> and in print news, here's J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> Wait, I'm still playing this character? The McGuire ones are still canon? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Ah, uh, so Elizabeth Banks works what? I mean, Spider-Man was obviously behind all these mysterious old drones. Not mysterious, so Death to Spider-Man. Doc Ock should be king of New England. Yeah, fucking Spider-Man. Kill him. Boy, I should work for that guy. And in non-news, Mysterio also said this while he was dying. Uh, I guess we forgot to play it earlier. By the way, I usually lie, but Peter Parker's Spider-Man. No. Wait, who doesn't already know? After some words, very slowly tell me how many people worked on the post-credits Easter eggs. 
Nick Fury and the chick from How I Fucked Your Mother drive around in a product <laughs> placement mobile. <laughs> Suddenly they both turn into Loki, then Mystique, then Mysterio. You know. <laughs> then those scrolls that did nothing in Captain Marvel. They look at us. Uh, yeah, I gotcha, fan favorites. <laughs> <laughs> on a spaceship mr glass is all yo check it out i ain't wearing shoes well see y'all next time motherfuckers for the iron fist reboot still fisted <laughs> eventually we walk out the end <laughs> my audience after that easter egg went okay and that's germans <laughs> like the easy room like, all right easter egg so yeah all right, Dingus, what, what did you think of Spider-Man Far From Home? What's a movie that's better than this and a movie that's not quite as good? Uh, who'd you say, me or Kelly? Yeah, Dingus, take it away. Yeah. All right, so uh, I went with movies that uh, um, where you don't know what's real and what's not real because uh, one of the things about this movie that uh, I found really interesting was uh, that it feels like a movie within a movie in a way. Um, I actually really liked this movie very much. Uh, so, uh, under, I would put total recall where, uh, the characters and sometimes you don't know what's really going on and what's really not going on. And over this, I would put the matrix next. Kelly wand. What's a movie that's better than this one. That's not quite as good. Wait, what was the under again? For Dingus? Total recall. Total, total recall. Oh, total recall. Okay. Um, Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's. I liked it. I thought everything after it's had the same issue. I thought uh, Homecoming did, where I thought the third act turns into the usual comic book movie, and it's kind of boring. You're supposed to take, you know, it's played straight. But I like the first two thirds a lot. Like I liked, Homecoming. I like how light and frothy these movies are. They're comedies. I think they should all be funny. Uh, and I like something else about two. I'll talk about later. But my over is probably Spider Verse because it was kind of funny the whole way through, and it had more ideas in it that were interesting to me. And my under is Homecoming because I thought this had a better villain, although they're very similar. Okay. And, uh, it was a rush job, so I got to give them a lot of credit. Like they, you know, they had to just bang this thing out really fast. And considering that constraint, I thought they did a good job. Because one of my main issues with it was I didn't think it could hold a candle to the the villain in. Uh, oh, what? So yeah, I just I, this villain did nothing for me. So my over and under oh, is kind of. I love him. It's kind of like Dingus's picks. I, I picked uh, movies where the hero has to fight uh, an illusion, has to like fight virtual reality. And my over is also The Matrix. But my under, and I didn't bracket these because I didn't like this. Uh, my over I really like. My under I think is terrible. I'm just going to situate this somewhere in that vast swath of territory in the middle where the hero has to fight an illusion. And my under would be Serenity. So at least I like this better than Serenity. <laughs> I'll give it that. Uh, but yeah, Kelly Wand, I, I really – one of my favorite things about Homecoming was Michael Keaton as a villain. Um, ah, the fight was lame. I don't like the vault. I could you know, not have bring cared – different baggage. I could, not, Mysterio, have, I could not have cared less about the fight. Part of my issue, yeah. I, I think, here is I, I think it, it gets at – and this is why I would imagine some people like you might like this one better and why some people don't. But any movie I, – I think an important difference between these two movies that gets at why I didn't like this one and did like the first one the first one nobody ever calls michael keaton the vulture i came out of the first one having no idea he was supposed to be a guy named the vulture he was an actual character who we meet who i thought was fleshed out uh and you're right the battle at the end just regular punching i couldn't have cared less 
but the decisions and the, the, the interactions between the characters in the first movie, where he wasn't some ridiculous guy named the Vulture, I thought really worked. Here, he's Mysterio, and, and all of yeah. this... Uh, like, even I know, by the way, that Mysterio is supposed to be a villain. Like, when I saw him... And I don't know who Evolution. Mysterio is. Yeah, when yeah, I when I when when he showed up, I was like, wait, I think I know who that is. Isn't he a bad guy? And so I don't I don't think that they were playing coy with it. I think they know that everybody knows. They know that we know. But I I just didn't think I I, I didn't think that Jake Gyllenhaal did a, a good job at all. I don't think they gave him much to work with. And I think it was super confused too about what I'm assuming was supposed to be a cosmic trippy villain. Uh, and they probably wanted to do some cool subversive thing by making him an embittered uh, employee. Uh, but I'm assuming, uh, so you call Mysterio's Mysterio's a master of illusion, huh? Not like a virtual reality guy. Uh, yeah. That's what I figured his, too, because yeah. the whole like the whole swirling mist in the helmet, like what? That's obvious. Do you do you ever? I think see... it's hysterical, dude. I think this movie is a comedy masterpiece. Well, I, I, think I think this I was movie... laughing at things you were sure. Bored by. I think this movie is comprised entirely of comedic relief, and that's another yeah. one of my issues with it because I don't think it, I think there's a difference between comedic relief and comedy. Uh, yeah. it, this movie is entirely comedic relief, and and by the way, most of it not from Spider-Man, which was kind of odd to me. Everybody in yeah. this was like the, the the joke, and Spider-Man like didn't get any funny quips or anything. I thought. Um, yeah, so sorry, Dingus, I cut you off. You were trying to get in here before. What, what were you going to say, I think, yeah. about the villains? Well, I, I, I seem to recall, uh, because I watched Homecoming again, um, and I like it a lot more on another viewing, uh, I seem to recall your issue, uh, issue is the wrong word, uh, what your proclivity or your why you liked Michael Keaton's character was that your I think your basic thesis was, and I'm not sure this is true, is that he's just a guy who's trying to do stuff for his family. Yeah, I love that about him. It wasn't a villain trying to take over the world. Yeah. Right, right. And um, but, but as well as Michael Keaton's portrayal and some of the conversations between them, but that, and there's that tension. Was, I, I think that was one of my favorite things about this character uh, in in Homecoming was that he wasn't trying to conquer the world and it wasn't these world-ending stakes. Yeah. And this guy comes out of nowhere. But so, so but, go ahead. So Dingus, so how did, how does this fit in for you? So go ahead for but what you. But saying it again, I mean, he is really a psychopath. But I understand. I, I I watched it trying to see your point of view as I watched it again, um, because uh, I thought um, Jake Gyllenhaal was just fine. I thought they were trying to. I I didn't know. Like you said, we all know that he's a villain. I don't know this. I don't know the comic book universe. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, it looks like they're trying to plug in a new Iron Man now that uh, Robert Downey Jr. doesn't want to do it anymore. Um, so I fell for it. I was totally, uh, I was totally fooled by it. And then he becomes this almost David Koresh kind of character, this 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 cult leader where he's like, uh, where he's leading this uh, the, 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 these cheers in this this weird bar. Um, so I didn't even know Mysterio was supposed to be a villain. Kelly Wan, tell us about the, the basic Mysterio. Do you ever see his face in the comic books, or is he always just a swirl of mist in a helmet? I don't remember seeing his face, and I remember his dialogue being really kind of standard and boring, like, I'm going to get you, Spider-Man, like he talks <laughs> usual boring shit that they all do. Um, I don't, Why did... I, he, definitely, he definitely wasn't an Iron Man ex-employee. 
that's that's not true. Well, I could tell, and I think the scenes where he's tricking Spider-Man, which played more like something Scarecrow would do to Batman. Like yeah. I think, I think oh, some of those good. scenes clearly. Im- the I think some of those scenes clearly implied that he's supposed to be some psychotropic villain, who right. rather than just some VR whiz, VR tech whiz, which is what the movie wanted. But just from those scenes, I could kind of tell. Yeah, they seem to be drawing from a villain who's supposed to be. Like tapping into someone's deepest fear, like Scarecrow or, or something, right? Uh, which goes the, with nothing. Yeah, and even they, the they seemed so out of place. Light, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I also—that's the thing. Okay, I might be giving it too much credit because I—I I knew who he was and I knew the comic, so I was kind of coming in like from a Kiernan standpoint, like, oh, Mysterio's in it. Oh, he's gonna be—he's gonna say he's from a different dimension. And well, also, I, we hadn't seen him before. He was new. Like they haven't. Right. And also, I saw there's like a lot of good. Here's the thing: the thing that I don't like about these movies is the thing I like about them too is that there's no tension between the main characters, and you didn't have that with him and, and Stereo either. But the lines are pretty funny. Like there's some good writing. They're all. Well, it's kind of Sorkin-y where they're all kind of witty. Well, but, don't you think it, there's tension in the fact that? Um, he lies to him to get the glasses. I mean, yeah, yeah but. It's, and, and, can you just take the glasses? Like, it's such a convoluted way to do it. Yeah, know. that's a good point. Well, Josh Lubliner, who is one of our writer-inners, says, I knew almost right away that Mysterio was going to end up being a bad guy. Uh, if the elementals were if the elementals were going to be the bad guys, they wouldn't have started out fighting the fourth one. And they wouldn't have tripped and fallen over Jackson's exposition about them. Like, they're all guys, kind of. Oh, you know okay. What did Josh say? I'm sorry. I mean, oh, no, no. He, he just said that he knew right away. Uh, I just don't understand the cloudy helmet if you're going to keep taking it off. <laughs> well, also, if you're doing it too, so too. If you're doing it too to aggrandize yourself as a new hero, why in your costume is your face obscured? And I think yeah. the answer is Mysterio. That's right. your name. That's your stage it's... name for the for the character you're playing or the crowd. And to I'm the movie's Mysterio. to the movie's yeah. credit, that's something that was given to him, uh, but. But the, his whole idea of – like why would your VR image be – obscure your face? Like especially if you're trying yeah. to be the new Iron Man. That just made no sense. Look? Right, right. So I, th- I think they were trying to – I think they were just trying <laughs> to play stupid. with people's expectations who knew who Mysterio were. But even right. though I just kind of knew – I thought he was a villain when he came up, I think it kind of plays where you're supposed to be suspicious of Hall. Like you're supposed to be wondering, yeah. what's up with this dude? There seems to be something else going on. Uh well, you know, how do his powers mesh with Spider-Man's in well, a fight? Well, I, th- I think his main power is smirking, really. <laughs> yeah. He was miscast, kind of, but I liked it, what he was doing with it. Because he seemed to really... I don't know, I'd see that side of Gyllenhaal where he kind of has to play. Well, But Tom makes a really good point, because uh, one of the reasons why... Um, if you'll excuse me for making a sports metaphor here... Okay, uh, brace why, myself. Why basketball and something like football are are different is that uh, football players are all wearing helmets and basketball yeah. oh. players aren't. I never thought right, of that, Dingus. Right. right. You see them. Their faces. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball, too. They have – so they have a different – there's a different sort of personality level to – Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So you, you that, that that's why I didn't quite understand the cloudy helmet. My guess is that – because John Watts is not – uh, he, he's definitely one of these indie filmmakers that was recruited uh, 
probably because, partly because he was malleable to whatever the studio wanted to do. So my guess is that, uh, I think Chris McKenna was the main writer on this one, is that it it was an edict given to them okay, our villain is going to be Mysterio. You guys figure out some way. You know, this is who we've got to license for this movie. This is the big reveal. This is the angle that we're selling, is that now we're going to use this character from the Marvel Universe. You guys figure out a way to put it into a script. Uh, so I got the sense that it, it just felt like like they, they had to use Mysterio because it, 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 I don't it's... think it... I don't think it jives with what Mysterio is in comic books and what little I know about him, and certainly what I know about him now after having seen the movie. He was a special effects wizard and stuntman who worked for a film studio. Mysterio and, was? Yeah, and he saw oh, his special so he effects wasn't, career he wasn't, die. So he doesn't like CG. <laughs> That's the funny he, thing. He wasn't from a different world? No. Oh, well, I didn't even realize there was a real dude in there as a Mysterio. I thought he was just like a cloud in a suit or something. Okay, yeah. well, And his I'm, attempts to become an actor were poorly uh, received, like he was considered a bad actor. So he's well, that does, that does kind of yeah. fit more in than with what I, what I think they were trying to do with, with Jake Gyllenhaal. How does he make people see illusions? Special effects? Yeah, he's a special effects wizard. Oh. And he uses gas and stuff. Yeah, oh, so not, there is something yeah. psychotropic. But he robs yeah. museums and stuff. Right. But, okay, like, I there's see. No, there's no... I knew there was no different dimension thing because well, existed way before that happened. But that's the whole thing, though, is that like a tech virtual reality whiz who creates this illusion of elementals destroying a city, that's one yeah. thing. But the weird, trippy, psychotropic bad trips that he put Spider-Man through, those are like tapping into your, your subconscious with drugs. Like Those felt like a quantitatively different kind of illusion-making that didn't seem uh. to fit with me with a, a tech whiz, um, which is why I was assuming – Mysterio was some sort of cosmic psychic. Guy. He was part of the Sinister Six, along with Electro, Craven the Hutter, Sandman, and Vulture. You know, so Michael Keaton and, and Doc, Doc Ock. Don't Doc forget Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Yeah, yeah. Doc see, Ock. even I know that Kelly Wand. Yeah. You know the Sinister Six? Okay. Well, I, this was explained to me yesterday talking to someone about this movie. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I, I got a crash course. Yeah. That's an interesting brag, but. Um... <laughs> well, we have a uh, we have a writer named Michael Strait who says that. Um, he thought the modern modernization of of uh, Mysterio, who, uh, as you just revealed to us, and I didn't know until I just walked, looked at this, a stuntman using movie tricks to fake superpowers worked really well. I love Gyllenhaal in a mocap suit directing the special effects and getting lines from his scriptwriter. And I forgot that element of it, that he's basically like getting lines from that dude. Yeah, that's kind of a good – it's an interesting – I like what they did with them. That's put put it this way, Tom. They put more thought into it than I would have expected, and considering all the band aids that you're describing, and they also had to do it all in like really fast turnover time. No, but you don't get credit. Yeah, you don't get credit for working quickly. That's please, come on. I don't. (laughs) You do. No, you don't. Yeah, you get a little. Nope. What it? Nope. Above a certain par, you should. Above a certain par, and definitely is above. Like, (laughs) I don't understand that. Uh, I don't understand the turnaround thing that you guys are talking about. I don't know anything about it. This is all on Kelly Wan. Kelly Wan, so what's the deal? What kind of movie should would you normally have gotten in this in the this apparently compressed time frame? Yeah, and why was it compressed? I don't understand. Well, it was compressed because they wanted to come out well, Sony. They wanted to come out this summer of twenty nineteen, no matter what. And it was that was only two years. It's two and it had to come out right after Infinity War. And they also made that's the thing, they kind of bitched Marvel because they go, We're gonna we're gonna come out in summer of twenty eight twenty nineteen. You mean after Endgame. Yeah, Endgame, I'm sorry. And then like Endgame has to come out before that. Like everything was 
So, I don't know. It just seems like it had a reasonable deadline. Like, come on, three years. Two years to make a movie? That's an unreasonable ah! deadline. How long do you go between, like, Thor movies or Captain America movies? Come on, Captain. I don't know, for a Spider-Man movie? <laughs> well, put it, the, put it this way. Like, the original Star Wars trilogy took three years each time. And also for the second trilogy. Not that that was worth three years each time. But, uh, you know, two's fast. Two's, two seems like not enough time to make, like... Dark Knight and uh, Batman. Dark Knight got like three years from Batman Begins, and look how much better that was. Three years, really? Yeah. I mean, are are we talking about pre-production, production, production, and post-production? All yeah, but then um, Dark Knight Rises was four years later. It's a stupid. I mean, just saying. Considering not just the deadline, but everything Tom just said, like the fact that Mysterio has to be in it. And everything else, and the and also they had to work with the end game, which they kind of ignored, really. But well, like, I, that's oh, one of my all that five years old. Mm, I disagree. That. I I did not need this much John Favreau, and I didn't need Nick Fury. And as much as I love Kobe Smulders in Avengers, all of that, I there was way too much Avengers in this for me. I, I thought that, yeah. not way too much. It just really felt like uh, an appendix to End Game to me. Like, and, and I. I don't. I mean, I, I love Spider-Man as a standalone guy. And I, I liked seeing him swing around with the Avengers in some of those movies, but I did not need this more Tony Stark porn grief, and I did not need John Favreau being the comedic relief, and I didn't need a plot about Tony Stark tech that had been left over, uh, and oh, I didn't ahead. need a, an Avengers jet flying around. This just felt like way too much Avengers stuff for me. Uh, and maybe First that's just maybe? that. Maybe that's just where this is going to be. These might have been other mandates, on. though. That you're right. You're on. right. They might have been. So but you, I, you're really complaining about Sony, maybe. Well, I didn't have this. This wasn't really an issue in the first movie. No. Well, well for but, me, uh, they didn't have the end game com- comp. Yeah. For me, it works because um, my common complaint has been, why aren't the other superheroes coming in and help? And so, and this basically explains that away. Like they're not here because they're not here anymore. The others and, are. Though. They should. Yeah, known. where's where's Anthony Mackie? Like where yeah. where's uh where, where's, where's Ant Man? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and Dingus, I I I mean, I get what you're saying, and I do appreciate when they throw in a line, but I uh, like I just I don't need Avengers in my Spider-Man movie. Oh uh, well, yeah. And there well, were he's a, he's an Avenger. No, he's not. No, he's not. I mean, that's the whole point is he doesn't want to join them yet. He's no, Spider-Man is an Avenger. Not in this, not in this universe yet. When? Remember, if you remember the last one, he he declined to to join. Yeah. He's, I mean, he Dingus, was, you're right. You're right as far as Dingus is right no, though. As far as he's like, a, he's right. He's welcome. It's welcome to the Avengers, and he's wanted to do. He's wanted to be a part of this so much. I mean, if you watch Homecoming, you see that. I mean, am I Avenger now? No, you're not there yet. Kim. Right, but Nick the point Perry is, seems to think he is. I mean, yeah. He's, I mean, he's. He, he's Dingus is right from just a branding marketing perspective. He's absolutely an Avenger, but he wasn't in the first movie. Like, the first movie was its own Spider-Man story. It wasn't an origin story, which I loved about it. It was a story about Spider-Man and this vulture guy, and it wasn't super... Oh. Whole movie like, like Tony. doing it. Well, that's the thing, is Tony Stark was kind of lingering on the sidelines, and you find out that he's kind of mentoring him with a very hands-off thing. So it's kind of a reveal that, yeah, this is an Avengers thing. Um, but this one, and, and it, you know, what are you going to do after Endgame anyway? This one was just shot through with Avengers Fallout, which I'm sure a lot of people were totally into. Um, you no, know. I didn't well, care. well, one of the main themes is who's going to be the next Iron Man because he's right. The, right. The, the leader of the universe. And are you the next Iron Man? Are you the next lead Avenger? Is the, right. is and he the gives question. it away as soon as he can get it. 
has the opportunity to the well, villain because, because he doesn't want to do it. Because he misinterprets it. No, it's because he yeah, mis- but... just misinterprets it. But it ends up working out, but he misinterprets it. He says no a lot for a superhero that's supposed to be an Avenger. He's well, like... well, he's a kid. I mean, I know. I know. But, but not for but long. But it's definitely part of the Avengers. I mean, I don't understand what you're... Uh, I, maybe it's just a comic book Sort of just. Well, I don't. I is, is he, can't remember anymore. Yeah, is he technically? I don't. I don't. I don't know what the rules are for when when you but... join. But he definitely declined to be an Avenger at the end of Homecoming. But in Endgame, did they go? Okay, you're an Avenger now. Is that what Dingus is saying? Because I don't remember that. I don't but remember. It probably either. happened. It sounds. Fam- it sounds. But like the thing is, Dingus is right though. Dingus stuff. is right. All of this stuff is tied up. Like the Avengers is a core for the entire Marvel universe. So whether we think so or not, Kelly Wand, the, the public regards him at this point as yeah, he's an offshoot of all that Avengers stuff. It's he's he's one of the main he's one of the characters in Endgame. Uh, you know, he's a significant then, character. Well, there's a specific line that says Tony Stark made you an Avenger. Boom. I mean, that's it. I mean, in where? In what movie? In, in this one? Oh, in Endgame. Oh, okay. I just oh. sang it. Okay, you're in the... Like, as he died. <laughs> did he feel like... Did, stuck it, doing well, it. like, what I want to like know is... Knight, it's like knighting somebody. Well, did HR clear he him? Like, did he did, he did that. Did he get vetted by HR? He knighted... The he Avengers actually, HR. He actually knighted him on that weird ship uh, to... To say you are an Avenger now, he 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 did the that knighting like shoulder to shoulder thing. Well, he certainly thought so by giving him those glasses. So that, right. that's not yeah. But, that's the but, thing. It's like they give you half of the Avengers, and then it's like okay, we're gonna just Avenger the shit out of Spider Man. At least give me Ant Man and Black Panther. Where are those Avengers? If you're gonna Avenger me to death, you're <laughs> Avenger me to death. Because Civil War was a Captain America movie, and it was all Avengers. Really, an Avengers movie. Disguise as a captain. Well, he's in Civil War, and he keeps asking, "Am I?" Yeah. In a... I mean, I. He... It's semantics. I don't. It's not. It's know. not it's semantics. Least... It's specific. Whether you're it, an Avenger, it's, it's like being a knight or not a knight. I mean, and why can he turn down Nick Fury anytime he wants? Yeah, and why don't Anthony Mackie and Paul Rudd help him? Well, you're right. I mean, but you're right too, Dingus. So you're righter than we are, as far as like technically and and what it's supposed to mean you're absolutely right but the reason that paul rudd and anthony mackie couldn't help him is they weren't cast in this movie i mean that's that's it's just that simple of course uh we have to we have to fictionally figure out amongst you know there's a line we know why thor isn't because he's off planet i don't know what i didn't get that whole don't even mention captain marvel's name thing i didn't get that but you know they they definitely want to mention they want they want to make it clear for people who do wonder well why is he getting help they want to spell out, okay, the other Avengers are, are too busy. You've got to uh, rise to the occasion here. Um, I was so baked, I thought Nick Fury was talking about, she's my bitch. If you just stay away from her. I don't no. know what he meant by it. it but I realized her, later that couldn't be. It's her, it's her thing of like, don't Leave call me, alone. me unless you unless really, important. really need me. Because I've got a unless ton of other... <laughs> no, she's got a ton of other planets to deal with that are dealing with the same thing. And also, also, scrolls. well, but also, yeah, it's not Nick Fury saying that; it's a scroll. Like when you consider, if you were to, yeah. if you think, if you uh, like, I don't, I, I don't know how meticulously that reveal was written into the script, but I wonder if there's anything that bears out if you were to go back and watch it and realize, nope, that's Ben Mendelsohn and his, I guess that's his wife. Uh, the whole movie. Yeah, the whole movie. That's just them. That's not Maria Hill. That's not Nick Fury. Uh, why does that matter, though? Like, why is that a good twist? 
Because uh, it's, it's cute. It's funny. Because I'm telling you, Kelly Wan. Kelly Wan, because this movie is comprised entirely of comedic relief. That's yeah, why. Yeah, some of them are funny. That one's not funny. <laughs> I don't think that. I, don't, I prefer I, jokes that are funny. To quote. I don't true. agree. I, I mean, I understand your distinction between comedic relief uh, and, uh, and movie, comedy. Um, but I think this movie is more about movies than it is about what you're saying because I think it's about I think it's a movie within a movie uh, because I think it's more about uh, what is real and what isn't real and how can we tell the difference um, and I and that's what I find that that's why I like it so much because uh, I find it fascinating that that, that Spider-Man never knows whether or not this is real or not and he has to ask her is th- is this real uh, and and he's constantly not not knowing whether it's real or not. So it really feels like a movie within a movie to me. Yeah, my I I can I can certainly see that. But the feeling I got from what you're you're kind of talking about Dingus is it I I kept kind of waiting for the real movie to start. Like a lot of it felt uh. like <laughs> Like like a, a diversion, and I was like, when is the real plot going to start? And part of it too is that that it's a travel movie, and I'm not sure it's, I'm not I'm not sure that gave it teenagers. very. Well, that's the thing is there was a sense of yeah, like teenage teenagers on a field trip, and it reminded me, and I don't mean this favorably, but it reminded me like when the Brady Bunch has an episode where they go to Hawaii. It's like, wait, why are they in Hawaii? Why aren't they at home dealing with the regular Brady Bunch stuff? This feels weird, and it's it's like a gimmick. It's a cast. It's a traveling. Gimmick. I remember that happening when I was in high school. <laughs> I don't remember being invited. It's like, okay, it's a school trip to Europe. We're going to see every continent or every. Did he what? get? Did he get his? Uncle? That would have been great. Well, huh? did, he, did he get dad's plans? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It was. Uh, I mean, we weren't supposed to take it seriously. It's it's a piffle. Well, a delightful piffle. This is something. Play well, this is something stereo. that I've. This is something that I've said that I've uh, weighed in about for years now, actually, because this is the twenty third movie in this in this universe as it, it as as it is contained yeah um is that the, there are some chapters that are funny and there's or lighter and some chapters that are darker and um spider-man I, was always light in the comics yeah well he's a goofball but uh, what tom said was very interesting to me is that uh, there's a lot of quips in this movie, but not a lot of them are from the. Yeah, he's the straight man. Yeah, that's weird. That is weird. It's like it's like Rough Night, and he's the Scar Joe. See, it's like the main <laughs> character's not funny, but funny people around the star. But so, he was funny in the other movies. He was. Funny no, I know. Yeah, he was hilarious. Yeah, he was. So definitely. I'll give Tom that. Yeah. Here, here's one thing though that uh, that I both liked and then hated. Uh, I don't think – and this makes me very uncomfortable to see this, and they do it twice in this movie. I'm not really particularly amused by the humor of the, the fat, dumpy guy being with the hot chick. Like I, That just kind of makes me sad yeah. when they do that, especially when there's no chemistry between the actors and you know they're doing it for a gag. So to have uh, that poor J- Jacob Battalion and I love Angori Rice I, I, yeah. you know, from, from The Beguiled, from The uh, Nice Guys – to have them thrown together, and they're both very appealing young actors, but to have them thrown together because it's a visual gag, because he's fat and she's cute, to have Marissa Tomei, who's like super hot, thrown with John Favreau, who 
I don't think is that funny anyway. Uh, and it's especially galling in a movie where there is an example of fantastic chemistry, and that's between Tom Holland and Zendaya. I could yeah. watch the whole movie just them hanging out and talking, and certainly yeah. her playing coy. Like, I love this character she's put on as the, the awkward, sort of slightly dark chick. Um, I loved the two of them, and it just made it just all the more galling that these other relationships were just played for laughs because, oh, look at the dumpy guy. He gets the hot chick. Well, what could have saved oh. it is if we'd seen him, if we'd seen their conversation, because it happens off screen, and then you just, like you said, it's a visual gag. But if, say, we see him sit next to her, and then there's some awesome dialogue where it's like they somehow do connect in some weird way. Well, it gets, to, like, it gets to my, Kelly Wand, I agree, but it gets to my point that I think this movie is mostly comedic relief. Because we don't, we don't really get to see, there, these these other relationships are comedic relief. Dingus, you were going to say yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, I, re- I really like the way you put that actually because watching the two of them run around in the same t-shirt um They're cute was just dumb they look good together uh, and oh. there's and there's no reason i that... thought you met peter and uh no sanjaya no. but but what i was going to say was i would love to see a version of peter parker and uh and mary jane um doing doing like a doing a version of before sunrise for instance. <laughs> <laughs> See, thing is, I would totally be on board with that. Just have them hang yeah. out. That's what their European vacation should have been. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> they run off from the field trip. They get on a train. They hang out and they talk for the for the day. Yeah. And she's definitely. funnier than the movie is around her. Like she's saying funny shit and kind of not reacting. It's like she's kind of doing doing a certain take on Mary Jane that I think is really interesting. Uh, well, and also we, it was. A she's big... getting enough time. Well, well, it, she gets more time than the last movie because the last movie is kind of like a tease yeah, and, a, and, and a reveal, right? Because she was a big surprise. Yeah. So this movie, because I'd never they seen gave her Zend- a little more. I'd never seen Zendaya in anything. I don't know who she is, uh, but she's just she's spectacular with him. I mean, they just are both yeah. so comfortable together, and she's just very watchable, and she's very different from mm-hmm. like the normal model hot chick. And she, there's just a certain grace and presence to her. So uh, yeah, really, really loved the main relationship in this. Loved the two of them. Yeah. The, th- the yeah. problem with it is that there is no tension in it. She knows he's Spider-Man, and she likes him, and he likes her. Like, it's the cl- classic rom-com. Like, <laughs> just fuck all right. Like, there's nothing – There's like, she doesn't like Flash. Like, there's no reason for them to not already be dating. So there's kind of – it's kind of boring, sort of. Like, I don't, I don't need tension between them. I mean, I, I love just watching them as a, eh. as a cute couple who like each other. Okay. Well, well yeah, sure, but then just – they should have hooked up before this movie. Like, what's the problem? Like, that. Uh, the problem is. So, are they virgins? I'm just curious. All the right, problem whatever. is internal tension. I mean, the, Based you can on... it, you can have you can have like normal rom com tension between each other where you break up and blah, or you can just have internal tension where, uh, as a teenager, you don't know how to make a move. But a high school, like Archie and Betty and Veronica, like there's at least a little tension there, like a love triangle kind of thing, like even at a light. It's supposed to be a high school movie. Kelly, one, do you watch Riverdale? Is that what you're trying to confess to I us? don't, but I watch – here's what I, I would rather have a little more uh, 90210 is what would be my reference point. But I want a little more 90210 on my Spider-Man. But sometimes when you're a kid or even when you're an adult for that matter, you don't know what to say. You don't know what to do and you don't know when to make a move. Yeah, but this uh, movie's not about that. Like, they always know what to say, and they're funny. And no, cool, that's not charming, true. Good-looking people saying witty things to each other. And Kelly, when you're talking about the actors, not the characters, I think. 
Uh, they play but, them really light. Like they don't well, see no, stress. When they're, when they're on the bridge where everybody gets executed and she says, I know what you're going to say. That's kind of a three's company moment. Like, uh, well, what I want to say to you is, oh, I know what you're going to say. You're Spider-Man. Well, no, what he was going to say is that he likes you and he wants to have a relationship <laughs> with you. But, and she knows. Right. But, but he's too uh, closed off to be able to just go – no, that's not what I was going to say. What I was going to say is I'm he crazy. He never comes today. across that way. He seems cool and chill and like he's – No, he doesn't. Yeah, you're describing Tom Holland and not this Peter Parker character. They yeah. definitely want you to think that he's a, a shy nerd and that he's you know thinking he's obsessing over how he can tell her he likes her and, and confess his, his affection. He's Bitch, not... he's been to space. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> so that was a scroll saying, Bitch, you've been to space. Just that was clarify. Ben Mendelsohn. That, that's right. That that's Ben, ben Mendelsohn talking to Tom Holland. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, okay. I don't know. I Like I said, it's now I'm, I'm picking on the thing I liked about it, which is just there's no tension. And that's kind of like what Tom's saying. Like, yeah, so I don't need tension in it. But also, too, it's just there really is no tension in this group of kids. Like there's almost no characterization. Difference. I, I wonder, too. I wonder, too, how much of the problem is just how good Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was as well. Like, like I, it, uh, that's yeah. that's just really – that's it, it It casts a long shadow, I, I think, over other it Spider-Man does. movies. Yeah, that's a tough act And there was a lot more going on in it. And there was a lot – like, just every idea in, in Spider-Verse was interesting to me. Yeah, like, yeah. And it fleshed out – yeah, exactly. It was a super generous, just multifaceted gem of a movie. Right. And that was my it's last exposure to Spider-Man. Right, right. So this this is a it's a tough act to follow, I guess is what I'm I was thinking that too during this. I'm like, oh, I wish this was more Spider-Verse, and right. it's kind of trying. It's because it's kind of clickety click 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 for a long time. Like these characters are fun, and z- like I kind of like Dingus's when Dingus say movie to movie. I was thinking like, or it's about movies, uh, like Singing in the Rain. Like these are like those characters. They're just like no, they're just like and they're just super up all the time. Well, that's, that's what I got. That's an interesting like, take. I wasn't getting Spider-Man's stress. I was getting his kind of like zeal for having these. He has really he has very first-world problems in this movie. We're like, oh, am I, <laughs> am I gonna have sex with the girl who already likes me in Europe? <laughs> Jesus, like, yeah, you're fine, and you're a superhero. Like, what's the problem? Like, if the like, there's not enough wrong with Spider-Man's life if you compare it to Spider-Man Two. Like the second Spider-Man movie ever, Tobey Maguire, where everything that happens in that movie is just miserable. It's just like, ah, everybody hates me. My job sucks. Everybody's pounding on me. Mary Jane's dating what's his face? Jane Jonah Jameson's astronaut. Another astronaut. See, I don't so, think we're supposed to imagine that these characters have sex. It's weird though, because they seem very. It's come on, Sanjaya's character doesn't have sex. It's Look how Sanjaya. cool Come on, stop saying Sanjaya. Birds don't out. act that excited and just relaxed with the universe. <laughs> they're worried. Uh, I think they're supposed to be too wholesome for sex in this particular universe right now. Uh, Dude, the Scarlet Witch. Juniors. Did... Sophomores. Scarlet Witch, what? And did the Scarlet Witch and Vision have sex? Yeah. Oh, okay. I would he imagine so. Density, so he could probably do a lot of cool. Like, but they're she, they're adults. These are not these are not ah, right, quite right. adults. Yeah, right. They would have the best sex in the Marvel universe. I think about it. Vision <laughs> of the Scarlet Witch. Well, the worst sex would probably be right? Mister Fantastic and Invisible Girl. 
They would have the worst sex in the Marvel Universe. Couldn't even tell you who played them. Also, Juggernaut. <laughs> and Dazzler would be good. Uh, my audience lost their just lost their minds when J.K. Simmons appeared. Really? Uh, yeah. The, I, I I hated that. I really yeah I didn't need it either. They but they I say that the, there were some guys behind me who are obviously big Spider-Man fans. But during that whole bit, they were going no, oh my god, no, no. They. they <laughs> Oh, now I'm homesick for America. We're so dumb. Well, they're they're wrong to look forward to it because it's like they just now that Spider-Man's outed as Peter Parker, J. Jonah Jameson isn't gonna isn't gonna hire him, so he's never gonna work for him in this universe. So those guys are saying no. They should be going no. I mean, right. I, I think, yeah. It, it, that it, shut down the thing they like. They for me, it was a very, it was a very shallow imitation of Marissa Tomei at the end of Homecoming, going, "What the?" F-? And then cutting off to the credits. <laughs> <laughs> like that was just such a great, uh, fun moment to end that with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, he he's swearing. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, what, Tom? So you said uh, earlier, Tom. Uh, Big Chillin' Hall's new father figure. Come on. You brought up the term uh, "long shadow" about something uh, into the Spider Verse. It's just yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, uh, I, it just made me think of something that Michael Strait said in his email, and it agrees with what you said. I think that he liked the Tony Stark relationship in the first movie, but thought it, it literally what this is a quote from Michael Strait's email. I thought his shadow was too long in this movie. Ah, right, right, yeah. Yeah. I like uh, who, this more than Captain Marvel. Who else did we get to see this, Dingus? So uh, uh, Michael Strait saw it. Josh Lubliner saw it. Anyone else? That's it. Okay. Just them. And what was uh, – so and overall they were they were both into it? Our writer and uh, approved? Uh, Josh, Liner, Lo, Josh Lubliner, sorry, uh, enjoyed it and his kids enjoyed it. Um, they like Tom Holland – he calls him Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Uh, continues <laughs> to be a great character to watch. That's true. He's all we got. That's the problem. Like this is as good as the Marvel Universe is ever going to be again. So he says, being Spider-Man is an important part of his life, but it isn't his life. In fact, oh, you know that's that's a, yeah, that's a great observation on yeah. what sets him apart from a lot of the other superhero movies. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, he's juggling plates. And what's weird is Aunt May packs the suit for him, from my point of view, because, you know, he wants to, I mean, you think her protectiveness of him would be like, yeah, go off. Right, exactly. Like, don't fight criminals. Don't put yourself in any jeopardy. Yeah. And, and that's, too, also why I, I really I, – I feel like Marissa Tomei got a bum deal with this one, whereas the yeah. first movie really, yeah. really did like her a lot. Like, there was a, a lot of affection for the, the way her character was introduced. Now there's being, nowhere for her to go. Yeah. I guess. And I don't believe her relationship with John Favreau. No. Oh, Tom. John, like, he wouldn't get her. John Favreau, like, I, I, I love that guy back in Maid, but now he just feels like the guest who won't leave. <laughs> like, well, he's supposed yeah. to be that kind of character. Like, remember in, in Infinity War? Or yeah, we're supposed Infinity to. Where he's like, Happy Hogan. Like, he's really. Supposed we're to supposed to. I think we're supposed to find him lovable, I, I think. Well, no, I know, but he's not supposed to be funny. He's supposed to be like a doofus. A lovable doofus like dum dum dugan the 1940s version of him Com- comedic like, relief yeah. yeah 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 he's got a blip beard and uh he's 
effing her his uh spider-man's aunt and that's just supposed to be a running gag he's a running gag well come on someone's gonna sleep with aunt may maybe everyone yeah yeah, but she's not i can't see her wanting to sleep with him that's partly that's partly too why it's weird that he's folded so integrally into the plot as as coming to rescue peter and bringing him the suit like that feels like something that one or the other like hawkeye or something should have done uh it just feels like to to put to put all that on happy just really feels like slim pickings like they're scraping the bottom of the barrel there you Uh, know what i was thinking while i was watching this is like i was bummed disney didn't buy fox sooner because we'll never have hugh jackman's wolverine fight the hulk and like Wolverine's first appearance. <laughs> the first time Wolverine was in comics was when he was fought the Hulk the first time. Wait, is that true? That was, That's how Wolverine yeah. was born? Is it, is Wolverine's Nemesis first appearance is Hulk 180. Yeah, it was a three issue fight and he's Canadian. They wow. Exclusively. Yeah. I know, right? Wow. I just assumed that was happen. I assume that was something that just happened down the road after they'd both both been established as characters. That's funny. All right. Yeah. And like so, all the, everyone's dead, and it's Spider-Man's still a kid, and he's now the only he's the whole entire Marvel universe. <laughs> it's weird. It's not the same thing as. Okay, what Diggis? I was just Sorry. gonna say uh, to to complete complete the answer to Tom's question about what the our two uh, uh, emailers said, um, our writer inners, uh, Michael Str- Michael Strait also said this, which uh, is interesting to me because one of the notes I wrote was. This is so charming, and I wrote it right before somebody in the movie said the word charming. Um, And Michael Strait says this, but I thought the entire cast was charming. Most of the jokes and dialogue were good, so I mostly enjoyed it, just not as much as the first one. Yeah. I can't Um, remember the first one. What's what's the next Marvel movie? Um... Is it is a Black Widow thing a done deal or is that just something that's been bandied about? Is that slated? And I know there's a Guardians happen, of the, there's a Guardians three that I think James yeah. Gunn is back on for. But what is there anything like next summer that's announced? This can't be they can't just be yeah. leaving us hanging now, can they? Endgame. It's the coded Endgame. Goodbye, Marvel. Huh. It's a good thing we bought Fox. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. They're they're probably gonna have to re. They have Disney, Marvel, and Fox all under one umbrella. Uh, so who they are have to the, figure out what they're gonna do. Who right are now. the Eternals, Kelly Wand? They're um Elementals or Eternals? Eternals. It's the it's the, the chick who directed the writers doing something with called the oh. Eternals. Chloe Zhao. Uh, they're like a really boring super group, but they're really powerful. <laughs> this is the thing. Like one of them is named Black Bolt, and if he talks, everybody dies. Oh no, those were a TV show, weren't they? Isn't there a giant bulldog that runs around with them? Maybe. I didn't watch the show. I don't really watch TV Marvel. That's the Eternals. Oh, oh, man. What do you mean if he talks, everybody dies? Just in the yeah, room? Like you no, know, in the world or the universe. And there oh, was a one where he's a rock star. It's a joke. So, ah, what so it's not just a writing club. It's reading. like Banshee, but he has to say things. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Marvel Universe. Uh, a lot, actually. And I think Mysterio, I maybe liked too much because to me it was hysterical that Mysterio's uh, trick in this is to convince uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. that he used to work for or he used to be an Iron he's a disaffected Iron Man employee, which they should know. Like, Favreau should know <laughs> Gyllenhaal on site. Like, oh, it's that guy. Wasn't um, Guy Pierce another disaffected employee? Oh, no, he was his rival. Okay. Um, 
but like his cover story is I'm from another dimension. That's so fucking hysterical to me. And then I was laughing. So I'm I'm giving the movie points that Tom's is sitting there like, ah, give me some news crawls. Fuck. Actually, you're right. Because yeah, if he's like if he's on TV and he's advertising himself and yeah. he's a former employee, former employee of yeah, why wasn't he right? That is ridiculous, Kelly Wan. You just shot it's a hole ridiculous. in the movie. And his power without the glasses is drones, and he wants to get more drones. That's the MacGuffin in it. And he's, <laughs> this whole thing is already drones and tricks. Like, I'll just trick everyone. And it's, like, it's just, I don't know. It was so half-assed that it was funny. Right. I, like, his the Mysterio stuff was way more convoluted than DC. Here's the thing. Marvel is Letterman, and DC is Leno. Like, when it comes to concept. Wow. You heard me. I said it. And... Uh, Ding is your DC Mysterio. Is Mysterio dead then at the end, or no? Eh, who knows? Dingus, it's comic book dead, which means nothing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, your your son that hasn't seen this yet, right, Dingus? No, he's okay. in Sweden right now. But is he Mysterio. super eager to see it? Like, is it as soon as he gets back, he wants to go? Does he care? Does he know Mysterio's in it? Does he care about Mysterio? I have no clue. We, I mean, he's been overseas for two weeks, and I haven't talked to him, so I don't know if he's interested or not. Right. All right, you might have to go see this. You might have to go see this a second time, Dingus, when he comes back. Yeah, I probably won't mind. All right. The only uh, Spider-Man villain that they haven't covered, I think, so far now, is a guy named the Owl, who's similar to the Vulture. He's another bird guy. What's his special power? He flies around and he's mad all the time. <laughs> he has feathers and his head turns around. Oh, I Wait. guess Dylan <laughs> Baker was the there's the li- Dylan Baker was the lizard guy, right? Isn't there a lizard? Yeah. His name's the lizard too. And there's Is also he... have they done Craven the Hunter yet? And <laughs> you're, making, you're inventing <laughs> things now. He wears like a vest kind of and he hunts things. He hunts the most dangerous game man and Spider Man's one of them. So he hunts yeah. Spider Man. Craven. And his name is Craven, he's a hunter, Tom. Is he Jay Courtney's character from Suicide Squad? Uh, the character is the actor, if you will. In, the sense in Suicide Squad, there's a hunter character who gets dispatched very quickly that's supposed to be someone from the Marvel Universe, right? Oh, wait, Suicide Squad is DC. What is Suicide right. Squad? But, the, okay. but there's like there's a kill shot, and there's a bullseye. Right, right. right it's DC. Right. I know, it's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I think the, the villain in that is Dark and the Dog Child. <laughs> that sounds like someone from the movie Mandy. <laughs> it's like DC is the it's Marvel characters, but they're all wearing red. Exactly. That's what DC is. I don't know. Well, I, let's not do a superhero movie Mysterio. next week. How can we avoid oh, it? Let's let's instead see a horror movie called Pet Cemetery. If, oh, no. Now, if you're gonna if you want to see the movie that we're gonna see next week, don't search for it. With the correct spelling, this is Pet Cemetery S E M Cemetery. The whole idea is an illiterate child named the movie. So <laughs> Pet Cemetery will be seen. The 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 recent one with uh, Amy Simons and Jason Clark. Don't watch the old one with uh, who's in that other one? Anyone famous? The first one? Yeah, like Fred uh, Gwynn or Denise someone. Crosby, the chick who got eaten by tar on Star Trek. Apparently. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's in that. And sometimes dead is better. Herman Munster's in the original. Yeah. Okay, right. And, so, and now yeah. it's Lithgow. 
Well, we're going to see that next week. If you guys see it, send your thoughts about Pet Cemetery to 3x3 at quarter2three.com. We'll include them in our podcast next week. Kelly Wand, what should they be thinking about for this month's 3x3, and uh, how can they participate? Do you like watching movies where people eat sandwiches? I know I do, and I can think of three instances where I went, I should talk about that on the Internet someday. If you're anything like me, you can probably think of three sandwich-related incidents in movies, too. You should send your top three sandwich-related movie things to Q, I mean 3x3 at quarter2three.com, and I will read your fucking emails on the internet <laughs> and get that to us by july 28th midnight pacific if you see pet cemetery get your comments to us by july 14th midnight pacific and we will see you guys then i am tom chick i've been here with christian malinsky it's christian Moreski. and also with kelly wand if spider-man takes ecstasy shoot silly straight Yesterday would be funnier if I was in the lead because I don't remember lyrics very well. So everything would sound off and I would just be like a tragedy. Uh, you guys have sarcasm on this earth, right? Uh, remember? See, he's tricking him. Stereo. I think he tricked Tom. I prefer that we be more capable and prepared. Then lucky observation, reflection, faith, and determination. In this way, we may navigate the path as it unfolds before us. All right, and we have, what, eight more recharge cycles to go before we get to Aurigai 6? Is that a question, yes, sir? Yes, Walter, that's a question. That is correct. Don't ever apologize for being the smartest person in the room. <laughs> a scroll said that. <laughs> <laughs>